Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And thank you for tuning into our boardroom chat today. I tell you what, God's got some great and marvelous things. I love it, studying the Word of God. Me, with you. Oh, it's a blessing of the fun. Lord. I like chatting about it because chat, you know things chat. come out when you speak, <laughs> and uh, because it's and because speaking is very very important. I know. Before we get into what the Lord's telling us to talk about, I want you to read some of these. We got to read some of these wonderful. <laughs> testimonies and things that you sent in. Kathy, read a few of these. This is amazing, some of the stuff yeah, that's going on. Yeah, especially this one from Nat says, I got introduced to you about 2012 or so. I tune in to all the boardroom chats and watch your ministry videos at night and in the morning. My Lord. It is such a blessing to learn from you about God's holy word. Isn't that great? Praise the Lord. I love this one. This is from Melinda, and she's talking about God's financial plan Part two, she watched that. Great, great testimony. You remember those? We did yes. three of them. We did part one, part two, and part three. Go <clears throat> right, ahead. This testimony came in. She says, I started giving during the lockdown because I had to do something. I started giving because as I was listening to Jesse and Kathy, it was edifying and faith strengthening, strengthening with peace and joy. My youngest son accepted the Lord. My oldest son, who was unemployed, got a job after three years of unemployment. Now I'm a partner. I danced in the joy of the Lord in my living room. My household is blessed beyond measure. Her name is Melinda? Melinda. Melinda, I told you that the anointing of increases on us. And when you understand God's financial plan, and for you that hadn't seen that, we did a three-week thing on it, part one, or part two, and part three. And I think that's on somewhere, huh? They can go yeah, back they can and get it. Yeah, they can look at it on the app. On a, a or, JDM app? Yeah, or they can okay. probably search for it on YouTube. It's well, on there. Or JDM app, whatever. Mm -hmm. You need to get that because so many people are struggling financially. And, and I'm going to use Melinda uh, in, in just a minute on, on what we're going to talk about today. So keep reading some more. Yeah, I, Rhonda says that. good morning from Hawaii. Yvonne says, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yvonne says I'm joining from Norway. I Ooh. love your teachings. I like Norway. And then Daniela says hello from Switzerland. We're about to go to Switzerland. Yeah, we're going to Switzerland pretty soon. Why don't you come visit us? <laughs> yes, we hope to see you there. Charles says hi from Australia. You got some more in the back on the second and page. And then Maria says watching from Peru. God bless you. I haven't read all of these even on the front. You know, I got some paintings in my house from Diane Mendoza from Peru. Yeah. And I like Peru. Yeah. We have some in the church as yeah. well. Yeah. Praise the Sarah Lord. Sarah says, I have, in fact, this one here that's in our uh, boardroom chat in the middle of the curtains. You see it over your, my shoulder here? What are you talking about? That is a Mendoza. That's a Mendoza. That's Diane Mendoza from Peru. from Peru. Exactly. That's right. Uh, so Sarah says, I have a testimony. I felt led of the Lord to lay my fingers over my ring finger that has been bent for some time. The power of God hit me and I am healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God doing stuff. I love that. And we have a few more on this back page. Yeah, Can we read ahead. them all? Yeah. Okay. Remnants Rising is their handle. It says, thank you for this morning's message. It literally lifted the heaviness off of me as I listened and agreed with the truth that you were both saying. Praise Blessings God. and abundance to you and your team. Isn't that a blessing of God? Yeah. Ruth says, I always dream bigger whenever I hear you speaking. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank Faith you. is my number one gift and it always increases whenever I hear you two speak. Praise the Lord. That's because we always speak the yeah, word of right. God. That's right. We speak the Faith word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And this last one says from Jamie, uh, this was from a testimony that was on Instagram after they had come to a Sunday service. I remember okay. this one. I saw it in the comments and they printed it up for us because it's such a blessing. It says, three of my girlfriends and I got to drive in from Texas to listen to Kathy preach. We sat there and cried the entire service. It's like she was speaking directly to each of us. <laughs> it was an absolute honor to sit and listen to her and her message blessed us all so much. I remember praying for these girls and now let me having have a great these testimony. Okay. Notice this, that Ruth says, I always dream bigger. Mm -hmm. Whenever I hear you speaking, thank you so much. Faith is my number one gift. It always increases whatever I, whenever I hear you two speak. 
Notice what she said. Faith is my number one gift, and it always increases whenever I hear you two speak. Remember that. Notice what he said to Melinda. I started giving during the lockdown because I had to do something. I started giving because I was listening to Jesse and Kathy. It was edifying, faith strengthening with peace and joy. Then she tells what happened. My younger son accepted the Lord. My older son, who was unemployed, got a job after three years of unemployment. Now I'm a partner. I dance in the joy of the Lord. Notice what she said. I dance in the joy of the Lord in my living room. My household is blessed beyond measure. I want you to go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1. I want to talk about how to keep all the good stuff working all the time instead of some of the time. No matter what's going on in the world, we just did a boardroom chat and we were talking about don't open the door to disaster. And I, and I made up my mind. You I mean will, a faith to facts. Yeah, uh, faith to facts, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a faith to facts. Just did it in the same shirt. <laughs> Praise God, I like this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I may sleep on it, sleep with it tonight. No, you're know. not. <laughs> but anyway, it's got pineapples on it. You know, it's got pineapples. I like that. I, it's I like it's my it, Hawaii shirt. I, like, I just like it. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Notice what they were saying. The words of your mouth are so powerful. They're vessels and containers that hold your past, your present, and your future. The Apostle Paul is in jail. They're going to kill him. Hmm. Yet he's writing encouraging letters to his wonderful uh, protege, Timothy. And I want to go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, and I want to read verse 12 first. It says, for the which cause I also suffer these things. That's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. For the, the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Now, how does Paul do that? How does he do that in the midst of all this junk? He's telling Timothy this, and this is where I want to get to. Verse 13, hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me. So everyone should be an example, which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. For you to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, when everything around you is going to hell in a handbasket. Like mm-hmm. I heard someone say this the other day, if you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah, because you'll stop. walk right out don't of it. Stop. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to hold fast to the form of sound words. Mm-hmm. Are your words sound? Are your words sound spiritually? Are they sound physically? Are they sound financially? Are your words cracked and busted up and calling in disaster and calling in stuff that you don't want? Mm-hmm. See, words are very, very powerful. And if you'll hold fast, now he, you got to understand where this man's at when he's writing this. He's writing this, and there's a guy outside the window with an ax in his hand that's going to cut his head off. Mm. But he ain't worried about it at all. You know why? The words that he spoke made him know in whom he had believed that he was persuaded that he was able to keep what he committed. So he, now he's telling this to his protege, Timothy. I tell all of you today, you want to stop financial trouble? All the time, quit talking it. I, I'm not saying don't deny it. I'm not denying that. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't deny reality. I see that. But I deny it's right to affect me. If you keep talking, well, you know what, man? We barely get by all the time. Well, guess what? Barely get by, you ought to buy you a T-shirt with that on there because that's what's going to happen. You know, I was just thinking about something mm-hmm. because a friend of mine told me a story about someone that she had heard a bad report about. I was and- right in the middle of my message, but go ahead. You'll, you'll remember it, <laughs> yeah. but it was, it's so important because she was, you know, the, the uh, person told her a testimony, told her about a bad report that her husband yeah. had heard and she knew. And so she prayed with her, 
but she knew she got on the phone that day and called everybody that she knew so that, and every time she called to tell them about it, she went in detail about what the doctor said over and over and over again. Yeah. She kept repeating and repeating and, and actually talked more about that than what she yeah. was believing for. And what it amplified the problem con constantly in her. Of course, the husband never did make it. It That's was a sad yeah, ending. A, because she wouldn't hold, f and I'm I mean, not blaming different, her. It's okay to share a prayer report, but don't sure. go into all the detail. You don't have to go into all the detail about what the doctor said, unless you can go into all the detail about every place in the Bible well, you find what God says about your healing. If you're taking medicine right now, I don't know what kind, whatever it is, if you read the side effects, you'll quit taking it. <laughs> Those words are saying, but you can have this. I mean, the side effects is this big, and it's amazing. See, and I'm not blaming that lady, but see, when you hold fast the form of sound words, you know why people backslide? They don't hold fast the form of sound words. Mm -hmm. They start saying other words and begin to say the temptations are more powerful than the word of God that keeps them saved, that keeps yeah. them walking in the glory of who he is. Listen to me. Paul was saying a wonderful thing here. And he said, Timothy, we, 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 it, things are tough right now. Nero's mad. He wants to kill everybody. All this stuff is going on. All these uh, Caesars want to destroy Christians. And we, but you know what? It doesn't make no difference if we will hold fast the form of sound words. And think about the people that Nero actually literally tied them to a cross and set them on fire in the Colosseum. Right. Now watch that. You don't think that's holding fast the form of sound words? They were singing, and Nero got mad. He said, why are they singing? They should be screaming and hollering in ex excruciating pain. But the words that were speaking shut down the pain of the fire, and they entered into God's holy presence. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And it don't make no difference how bad it is, but it makes all the difference about what you say about what's bad. So since you already know what's bad, why talk any more bad? Start talking the answer instead of talking the problem. Yeah. You know, Catherine, when people come up and we ask, they ask us to pray for them. I ask them all the time. I've had several people lately, I said in the last year or two, I don't know if that seemed like it's been a, 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 a resurgence of, of, of stage four cancer. I mean, it just, you know. An increase that I you I mean, constant, yeah. Just At least what you've heard on. about. Yeah. And to make a long story short, the first thing I say is this, and it sounds hard, but really it is, it, what it is is I'm trying to get them to understand the future if they'll believe. I said, do you want to live or do you want to die? Hmm. You see, you have to find out what people's will is. And uh, everyone that's told me that said, I want to live. Well, you know what? That's, the last one, two, three people that had stage four cancer has no cancer at all. Completely shut down. And you know, stage four means that's the end, you know. Get ready, you know, get, get your coffin and all that kind of stuff. Have none. And they're living good. And some of them now, two years. And the doctors are amazed. But I told them, don't say what you don't want. Say what you do want. That by Jesus stripes, I am, I were, I is. May not be grammatically correct, but I'm telling you, it's work, this word will work for you. As I, you know, I'm growing, oh, I'm getting older, but I'm not growing old. And you know why I say that? Because my own staff tells me all the time, my God, boss, you got a lot of energy. I mean, you can get in at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock, go to bed, and you, you beat us at the office. I'm not bragging about that. But I hold fast to the form that present this body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. That's why I'm on that treadmill. I mean, I don't like it. I mean, my God, man, you know, you just got up from bed. You're feeling pretty good because, you know, you, 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 you rested. You, yeah, you rested all your legs. All of a sudden... 
35 minutes later, your legs are in pain, you're pushing it, but it helps you keep your heart and all that kind of stuff. So when, and you know, the inside, the cardiovascular, whatever you want to call it. But I hold fast to the form of sound words. 47 years of preaching this gospel, we've never had a financial deficit. Why? Because you've never heard me say this, and you never will. And I'm going to just use this as an example. Well, if you don't help me today, we can't make it. Oh, God. Oh, gloom and despair and agony on me. We got to, uh-uh. Uh-uh. That doesn't mean I hadn't been attacked. <clears throat> I have been ferociously attacked, spiritual, physical, and financial. But me and you both held fast the forms of sound words. The reason why I got born again, because you held fast to what the Bible says instead of what I was saying. That's good. It's true. Is that right? It, it, no matter what it is, whatever promise you're believing for, whether it be healing, family salvation, prosperity, right. any promise that you find in the Word, you have to hold fast to the form of sound words. Now, the New Living Translation says wholesome words. I like that. And that's good, but I like it better in the Passion Translation. Passion Translation in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, 1 verse 12 and 13. I'm okay, going to read, read it. together. It says, The confidence of my calling enables me to overcome every difficulty without shame, for I have an intimate revelation of this God. Ooh, I love that. Isn't that great? An intimate revelation of God. Of this God, mm. his God that he knew. Yeah. He says, and my faith in him convinces me that he is more than able to keep, to keep all that I've placed in his hands safe and secure until the fullness of his appearing. Verse 13 says, allow the healing words you've heard from me to live in you and make them a model for life as your faith and love for the anointed one grows even more. And he's saying that. And he's in jail, and they're going to kill him. I know. He, but the, he's not bothered by what the jail's doing. Right. He's saying what God's doing. Right. He's calling it healing words. Ooh, that's good. That's and powerful. This, because the, in fact, he was telling him about first in the same chapter earlier, it says, for God will never, has not given us a spirit of fear. That's you know, right. But, and this, so this healing words applies to fear or oh, anything. God. Be healed from that. So when you see what this man is saying, I like what he said, that intimate relationship with his I God. I have an intimate revelation of this God. Oh, man. Revelation is revealed knowledge. You see, when Satan tries to attack me, okay, I'll, I'll tell you, it happened to me last night. I mean, I, I, I woke up, I guess 2.30 in the morning, <clears> something <throat> like that, and I had a long day yesterday. And I got a long one again today and a long one. I, I, my days are long because right, we, we fill it up with a lot of work. And, man, my shoulder was aching. I mean, aching, hurting. And, uh, and I thought, why is this thing hurting? Evidently, I, had, I was sleeping on that side. For too long. For too long, I guess. Now, watch this. Now, I did this last night. So what I did was, <laughs> you know, I, but when I woke up, I, 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 was laying, I guess I had moved. I laid in my back. It was still hurting. And I just lifted up my arm like this. And I said, in, in, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. And he just went away. Mm -hmm. Put my arm back down. And fell off to sleep. Mm -hmm. Got up this morning. And mm -hmm. you asked me when I came walking down the hallway, did you sleep well? Yes. And I said, yeah, yeah. It was a blessing. You see, now I could have said, oh, this arm will never stop hurting. Oh, did you tear your rotary cuff? Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Give you know. voice to every thought yeah. that came in your yeah. head. Right? You if bring you every that. thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, Paul was this kind of man all the time. He was constantly telling his protégés, Timothy, Titus, to Hold fast to the form of sound words. Or another word, and he used himself as an example. That's not arrogance. That's not cockiness. Mm -hmm. He even said this, follow me as I follow Christ. You know, if I got up 
and I'm going to preach it uh, tomorrow night somewhere, and I say, just follow Jesse as he follows Christ, I would get totally persecuted over that. But you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're right. following Christ, people can follow you. You can lead them to the direction they're supposed to go. And then, then people start following them as they follow Christ, you right. see? So it, it's just literally that simple. So when you hold fast to the form of something which thou hast heard of me. Now, what does that mean? He'd been saying this all the time. Hold fast. Hold fast. Look, notice the words he said when he was <laughs> knocked off the donkey on the Damascus Road. This was sound words. Lord, what will thou have me to do? Mm-hmm. Notice the sound words of Peter when he's looking at a man that's crippled who has never walked. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give you. Rise and walk. Yeah. Who? Who? And you know what? Was his mind saying, I hope this is going to work? No. At least I don't think so. He said, I have the ability to give you what I have. And that was what? Sound words. And in those sound words was the power of healing mm -hmm. to minister to that person. Right. What did Jesus say? Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Now that sounds words. Right. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give. That's sound words. You know, see what's it? Now, the reason why me and Kathy have been married going to be 53 years is when that priest at Holy Roger Catholic Church, I can't remember his name. He was a nice man. It really I want to say O'Brien, but I, 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 I don't, I'm not sure. I can't remember. It's on the license. And he said, Do you take this woman to be your lawful, lawful wedded wife? I said, Yes. And then he said this. These are sound words. Till death do you part. Let no man, what God put together, let no man put asunder. That's a sound word. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? What happened is, and we've been married all this time, did we have arguments? Well, sure. The only time we had arguments when we didn't use sound words. But, you know, we begin to use words, saying things we shouldn't say. And, you know, sometimes they, they elevate themselves or look bigger than what they are. But no matter what happens, you're not living in denial. You're just saying what you want instead of what you have. You see, it's a saying to the mountain. I've said this so many times. The church world preaches that you must become a mountain climber. Why would you climb a mountain you don't want? He said, say to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea. In other words, you want the mountain out of the way. Climbing a mountain is you're going to get out of breath. You've got to stop as you, as you go up it and all those kind of things. And uh, I was thinking you about that the other day. You do it in your own day. strength. You remember when we used to go hunting up in Colorado and uh, uh, we'd fly in, uh, what's the name, uh, around the Uncompadre. Um, the um uh, that was around uh, Uray, Colorado area. And, and me and you, them horses, we would get on horses and go up. The mountain, five I think to six we miles. We flew in the Grand Junction. Yeah, if we I remember flew in the, it. No, right. not Grand Junction. No, uh, there's another Grand Junction where Black Canyon is. Now, anyway, to make a long story short, Kathy, would always, they always gave Kathy the biggest horse you ever saw in your life, and she was the smallest one on the whole trip, you know. But them horses, even though Kathy was, I mean, she was the smallest one. Them horses got out of breath. But I noticed what they did. I asked the man, the, the guide service, and he said, "We take those horses up about a month." up in the mountain before you guys get here mm -hmm. so they can get acclimated to the uh, less oxygen right. height. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. Our campsite was at 10,000 feet. Yeah. Now watch this. First day, we're all sucking wind, <laughs> you know. But by the end of the hunt, which was, I think, seven days, we, we, could, we could scamper all over the mountain. We see we were being climatized. We you know our body was getting used to how to take the oxygen that was present at that altitude and make it more efficient to work for us, you see? Mm -hmm. So it became sound words to us. You see what I'm saying? Just sound. And, and, and that's, that's, that's a wonderful thing. And that's how you stop sickness and disease 
from going any further and then you keep speaking to it and it begins to reverse itself, the sickness and disease, right, right. until it eventually leaves your whole body. Which you've often said is I create my environment, you yeah. say? I create my world, world and I walk in it. or environment, well, another way to think about it that. So it's mm -hmm. the same way you can create your, your, change your atmosphere by speaking the word of God and saying what God's word has said. And it does, it does take time to get acclimated to that because at first when you start speaking the word, it's going to yeah. sound foreign. It's going to sound, yeah. oh, can I really believe this? You know, I, you may think, oh, I don't see this manifestation of these words I'm saying now. But you will. But you will if you keep saying it because you begin to ampl amplify the word of God instead of the problem. Well, I freaked out some people during the COVID. Uh, the, somebody came up to me and was so excited. said, did you hear what the government's doing, Brother Jesse? And I said, no, what they're doing? Uh, what they, they said you can get PPI. The uh, uh, they give you money to pay for your, your for your uh, for your employees because a lot of people couldn't go to work. Blah blah this and that because everybody was locked down. And I said I will never need any money from the government. We will never have a financial deficit. I don't care. And man, I was off the road. Everybody was shut down. I mean, and Satan, what Satan meant for bad, turned out to be better than we've ever. We had one of the greatest financial years we've ever had in the ministry. And I said, I don't need government money. Government needs my money. That's why I pay That's so right. much taxes. Amen. You see, and, and, and people thought, hmm, he just said, he thinks he's cocky. You know what? Uh, we have never taken any government assistance whatsoever at all in this ministry, and we will never will. Why? Because my God, you know, this intimate relationship that Paul's, right. my God, right. well, I'm going to say it like him. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. Now, if that's not sound words, I just don't know what is. Mm -hmm. My God, make it personal. My God, I, my God will get me out of debt. You know, people say, how'd you get out of debt? Romans right. 13 says, owe no man anything but to love him. I begin to look at that and I begin to say, I am debt free in the name of Jesus. Now, I, I don't know how many times I said it, a thousand times, maybe, maybe more, I don't know. I wasn't moved by what I was seeing, but I was moved by what I was saying. You know, I was just thinking about Did you that. hear what I just said? I did. Are you moved by what you're saying? Now go ahead and say, say what you're going to say. I'm moved by what, you know, I was thinking about Paul the Apostle because mm -hmm. this is who's writing this. Right. And how he had an intimate revelation of this God is how he talked about it. Oh, we read Lord. it in the, new, in the Passion Translation. Uh, yeah. But this, he first encountered Jesus on that road to Damascus, and that was his first encounter. But I can guarantee you it wasn't his last. He oh, was no. a regular visitor to the throne of God. He, spiritually, he would pray and he see God. God, desert, really? God revealed himself to him many times. The and revelation saw, God gave him, he went out in the desert. He spent time in God's presence. Ooh. He searched God's word. He proclaimed God's word. It was he had an intimate revelation of this God. Right. It, it was not something that, it, it began on that one road right. of, to Damascus, but it continued. To the very end of his life. Exactly. That's when he says, I have fought the good fight. Finished I've kept the, the faith. I've kept the course. I finished my course. I kept the faith. faith yes. The more you fellowship with God, the more you talk like him. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Me and Kathy are Cajun people from South Louisiana. Now, Kathy's mother lives uh, about 45 miles away from here. In a, in a town called Homa, Louisiana. Not Homer, that's North Louisiana. This is Homa, H-O-U-M-A, with um, the Humus Indians. Now watch this. We don't notice it at all, but people notice it. If we go down to Kathy and Mom's house, and we, let's say around Christmas time, we take off Christmas time, mm -hmm. and we go down there, and we all eating together and we, with your family, and all the Cajuns, like we say, we talk <laughs> like that, and all that. We don't realize that when we come back and start preaching that we're now speaking... We have, our accent is thicker. Yeah, we always have it, but it just gets more pronounced. Yeah, we say, have it. 
the way you said, have it, crabs. <laughs> you know what we talking about? We have some She's got those long A's. <laughs> yes. And what happened, they said, man, y'all talk like uh, the Cajun people down the bayou. And now, the if we stay away that from is, thank you. <laughs> thank you, yeah. Now, if we, if we don't go down, let's say we get so busy we don't see everybody for six months, we start talking like you. Not quite. <laughs> not quite. But I mean, <laughs> our, our accent is not as thick. So when you fellowship with God, you want your accent. The sound it like should him. make a change in your in the way you talk. I've heard it. I, I thought that was good. It's very you good. You heard it. I no, <laughs> I mean I, I agree, and I was commenting how uh, it should that's right. affect the way you speak. That's correct. Uh, not just the words, like you're reading words off of a manual, but it right. has changed you from the inside out, yeah. and you begin to passionately speak about this God that you have an intimate yeah. revelation about. You, you know, people ask me all the time, why are you such a giver? Because I'm always giving. Every time I give. I say, Lord, let me give more. Let me be the blessing I want to be. You see, I have a responsibility to all my partners who support this ministry to keep my life clean and to keep this soil of Jesse the Planets ministry pure and so that it will bring forth a 30, a 60, a 100 fold. I'll be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, because I've read Mark 4 and Mark 10 so much and because I've studied the 100 fold, is I, 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 I'm beyond 30 fold or 60 fold. I want 100 fold. And not so I can get more money, so I can be more of a blessing, so I can get more of the gospel out to preach the, preach the word, Spirit, uh, personally as well as ministry. That's what I'm believing for every part. We pray for you every day. I'm telling you, every day, you'll never be a day without prayer. I mean that sincerely. And God's word, because we pray for our partners. And I mean that sincerely. And I just feel led of the Lord to say today, some of you want to be a partner. If you want to give today, all you got to do is go to jdm.org. And, and, you know, get on our website and you can hit a donate button and give. You can use PayPal if you want to do it. Or you can text to give if you like doing it that way. Or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation. Listen to this. These are sound words. Everything you give, 100% goes into world evangelism because we're totally, completely debt-free. How did we do that? The book of Romans. We kept saying we owe, we owe no man anything but to love him. Everything, if you ever come here. Uh, to, to our physical offices, everything you see is debt-free. we got so many cameras around here. I don't know how all the stuff we got. All debt-free. Why? Because we held fast to the form of sound word. We received partners into our ministry. We helped so many people. You know, people say, well, why don't you do this? You know, my own board of directors have told me, if you tell people what you do concerning, you know, giving the, you know, the admissions and things, I never say nothing. You know, I, because, but I say it to God. Because, and the Lord says, me, he gives me my Abraham statement, but, and he uses King James, because thou has done this. I said, oh, then I asked God, what have I done? See, I want him to say what I said. See, because now I'm starting to talk like God. I have his accent. And because I have that and that relationship and fellowship, the other day I was preaching at a Bible college, and I told people that when you understand, you get around God, that if you can, I said this, if you get up this morning and you can recognize yourself, you're not crucified with Christ because hmm. it's not you that liveth, but Christ liveth in you. And the life which I now live, Paul's saying that, in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I don't frustrate the grace of God. That's some sound words. Yeah. I don't frustrate the grace of God. You see, I talk about living in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Those are sound words. Mm -hmm. Okay, when sickness comes, by his stripes you were healed. Sound words. Mm -hmm. Sound words. Good words. It, you know, if, if, if Satan, you're in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Sound, sound words. words. Uh, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Sound words. See, I, I mean, this Bible is a sound Bible. Amen. It's completely full of God's word. 
And watch this. The word of God can be spoken by you because you are his creation. Do you see that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, I, I, I want to go to the book of, where is Titus here, Kathy? I think uh, it's just the next The next chapter. one of Titus, I believe it's chapter one. I think it's only one chapter. And I want to read verse, nine, uh, verse, is it verse 19. Let me see, Titus chapter one, excuse me, it's verse one nine. He said, holding fast the faithful word as he had been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. Uh, I picked that up in the Passion Translation, whatever. Holding fast the faithful word as he had been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. In other words, sound words will convince a gainsayer, someone that is critical to change their mind. Sound words will change a person from a heathen to a Christian. You have been branded with the word Christ. You mm -hmm. are a Christian. Now, would you read uh, Titus 1, 9? If you don't In the Passion Translation, it says, he must have a firm grasp of the trustworthy message that he has been taught. Right. This will enable him to both encourage others with healthy teachings and provide convincing answers to those who oppose his message. Well, sound words are convincing answers. Mm -hmm. Oh, you hear me? I, I want this to get inside of you. The Lord really quickened me. I wanted to do something else today, but the Lord said, you go to 2 Timothy 1. And I want to talk about the whole fast, the form of sound words. Not only sound words, but even the form of mm -hmm. it. You see what I'm saying? When you understand it, uh, a lot of times when you pour a concrete slab, you first have to build a form. Because if you don't, the concrete will just go sliding, right, nothing right. to hold it. But once that concrete hardens, I mean, my God, you can drive cars on it, trucks and whatever. That's what I'm talking about, see? And I really believe some of you need this right now. You've been wondering, why is it not working? because you're not holding fast the form of sound words. Right. You don't realize what you're thinking. Well, nah. oh, you're talking about confession. Well, that's how you got saved. You believe with your heart, you confess with your mouth, Jesus rose from the dead. Do you, see, do you understand what's happening here? Satan says, oh, you don't need to worry about that. No, yes, you do. See, he wants you to say what he says. He wants you to say bad words. Right. You know, <laughs> before I was born again, I, was, I, I cussed like a drunken sailor, even in high school, Elementary school, I was a cusser. Kathy said that when I got born again, I had to learn a new language. It's called English, I guess. <laughs> but I had a wonderful uh, school teacher. She taught me English one, English two, English three, English four. Her name was Mrs. Amadee. And I really liked her a lot. And she'd hear me cuss. And you know what? And she shut me down one day, and, I, and I've never forgotten it. And she said, Jesse, since you're talking, there's so many other words in the dictionary you could use that are a lot better than what you're saying. Yeah, and you remember that I, even till today. Yeah, and, and I, look, that was, I, I met her in the ninth grade. Right. You know, and I'm going to be 74 years old in a couple of months here, or, or, or a little, little less than a couple of months. But I still remember it. So why, <laughs> Miss Amity, you're probably in heaven today. So in other words, if Satan sometimes want to put a cuss word in my mouth, put a cuss word in my brain, I hear Miss Amity. I hear it in my mind. Jesse. There's so many other words in the dictionary that you can use beside those. Right, right. See, that was a sound word, and it still affects me. And she told me that, how old you are in the ninth grade? 15 years old? I don't know. I'm thinking about 15, something to that effect. 14. And, yeah, I mean, uh, it still affects me. And what I'm saying today is affecting you now. You see what I'm saying? So when you sow, you see, say sound words on it. I decree the hundredfold. I say it out loud so my mind can hear what my mouth is saying because saying, I want to be debt free. I want to mm -hmm. pay off my mama's house. 
I want to pay off grandmother's house. Right. I like, I heard Tom Cruise say something the other day. Someone asked him this, and I don't know Tom Cruise, you know. I like his movies, especially that Maverick. I really enjoyed that movie. And uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick or something like that. And they said, uh, Tom, what did, what's the first thing you did with the first check uh, you received, I guess, as an actor? Mm -hmm. He said, I, I think, he said, I bought my mother a house. Or gave oh, that I didn't know that. Yeah. And then he said, the second check, I, I did something for my sister. That blessed me. That's good. That really blessed me. I mean, I thought, yeah, that, that's a nice thing to be able to do that. Maybe you want to do what Tom's done. Maybe you want to do that. That was a sound word. Probably had that in his heart even before he was had any money and any things of that nature. I heard the Steve, uh, the, the comedian with the mustache. I can't call, I can't call his Martin. name. No, not Steve Martin. Steve. He's a black gentleman. He was really a uh, funny Harvey. guy. Harvey. Steve Harvey. And he said, my God, he, he'll tell you now. He said, it's God that's helped, helped him mm -hmm. and got him out. See, sound words. And you know what? When, when people come to his show or something like that, that helped him, he'll bust out crying. And it's just amazing, you know? Because they gave him good things. Uh, I saw this the other day, too, that the first comedy club that someone made him a headliner showed up at his, uh, at his um, uh, taping of his show. He didn't know it. When he saw them, he went, oh, my God. He said, you believed in me. Well, those people gave him sound words. We're going to make you a headliner. You have that. And he was sleeping in his car. Right. You know, it's, my you know, point, that's it, just it, got, the, it gets you out of trouble. That's right. It's just the way God created us. We have been created with this spirit, this, by the Spirit of God, with a spirit of generosity, actually. I think yeah. that with these, a lot of these people you name may not even know God, but yeah. inherently within each one of us is the desire to be a blessing because that's how God created us. So people sometimes do things that are good and kind, even though they don't know God. So to but me, it's that a God just... Thing. Yes, and to me that just means how much more should people that are within the church learn from this, realize that this is an inherent thing that God has placed within us. He wants us to hold form of sound words, but Ooh, he also realize, wants us to realize that being kind, it, it reproduces after its kind. Uh, Every seed reproduces after its kind. It if you're generous and kind to someone, you're going to get the return. This, this is a kingdom principle that, that, that works in the earth. I just got something in my spirit, and I want to tell you this. You've lost someone that you truly love, and you're grieving. You don't know what to do. Why don't you start saying some sound words? I know you left here, but I know where you are. I will see you again. It will be quicker because Jesus is coming. See, start saying that out loud, and that Jesus bore your grief. That will go away and say this, my Lord. You know, I'm the last duplantis of my family that's alive. Both my brothers are gone now. My sister's gone. Of your immediate family. My, yes. I'm talking about my, the sibling, my, my immediate family. Uh, and uh, it's amazing. I never thought I'd be the last one. Uh, I only have one living aunt in the generation of my mother, father's family, mm -hmm. still living. Praise the Lord. And it's a blessing. Aunt Barbara. And uh, it's a blessing. We pray for you today so you can be totally, completely restored in all your area. All your body and everything. And she's 87 or 88 years old. That's all right. That's, that's no problem. But I just felt this today. You see, start saying sound words. Yeah. And I want to tell you something. You, you'll get rid of that sorrow. You'll begin to say, wait a minute. He's not dead. He's alive. That's true. See Amen. what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you'll begin to perk up. I believe that for someone listening to me today. And we want to pray for you right now. I just felt let the Lord to do that. Father in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that you are ministering right now that people are going to say sound words spiritually, physically, financially. 
to any situation they're looking yes, at. Yes, Lord. Lord, but I sensed it real strong that someone had just uh, uh, someone has just passed away. They've gone on to heaven, and that's not easy when you love someone. Mm -hmm. But Lord, make them realize. Let let them say it out loud, so their mind can hear what their mouth is saying. Yes, that Lord. I will see you again. Thank you, Lord. I will see you yes. again. I will, you are more alive today than you were when you were physically here. Thank you, Jesus. I decree that, I declare that in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. You know, it reminds me of that movie, me and you watch it every once in a while. We have it on a DVD, Gladiator, where uh, Russell Crowe's playing the Gladiator, uh, Maximus, uh, and he, he makes friends with one of these slave gentlemen, a black gentleman, and of course Maximus passes away. He defeats the uh, Roman emperor, and uh, uh, the black gentleman at the end of the movie he says this, I will see you again. Not yet. Not today. Not today. Not, no. But I'll see you again. Yes. Well, let me tell you something. You're going to see them again. Yeah. I understand what I'm saying. I'm going to see my oldest brother again. I'm going to see my sister again. I'm going to see my younger brother again. I'm going to see my grandmothers again. I'm going to see my mother again. I'm going to see my father again. All my uncles that are gone, I'm going to see them all. But the difference is they're going to all be young. Well, because they all knew Jesus. They all Only knew Jesus. The only way that Jesus. happens is if you know Jesus. And you know, my mama caused secure. that to happen by speaking mm -hmm. that word, those mm -hmm. sound words. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting that this is so simple, yet it's very profound. It changes your life. It changes the way you think. It does. In every which way, it shape, changes, or form. It charges the atmosphere with faith. When you speak faith-filled words, mm. it fills your heart, but it also will, if you speak it out loud, your ears will hear it. It Amen. changes your whole atmosphere. I remember a story about, and it works on the negative side as well. Yeah. I heard a story of Smith Wigglesworth, how he was in a church service and someone was saying negative things about the word or something like this, or they were, had a lot of unbelief statements they were making. And he stood up and he said, Lord, stop him. He's charging the atmosphere with yeah. unbelief. That was, that was Smith Wigglesworth. I just said that. I know. But were I'm, you listening? I'm going to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I he like said that. that. And it's so true that he, so if you can charge the atmosphere negatively, which we know we do, we, we've all been uh, fallen into that, made that mistake. We could also charge the atmosphere with faith-filled words that can actually make a difference. Instead of bringing you down the road of discouragement, it can lift you up oh, and strengthen man. your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Smith Wigglesworth went home to be with the Lord many, many years of words because his words were so sound. Kathy just said it. That's why I said that was Smith Wigglesworth. His words are still sound and he's in heaven. Right. See, you said you wouldn't listen? Yeah, I was listening, but I had to say it again. His words were so sound that it made Kathy say what he said. Stop him, Lord. He's charging the atmosphere with unbelief or the environment with unbelief. That's an amazing thing, ladies. This is happening all the time. I can hear the words of Jesus, you know, when he's in the garden gets in me, not my will but thine be done. That's sound words. Bro. I'm thinking about the sound words when Jesus was walking with the, the ruler, Jairus, to go uh, heal his daughter. That's right. Who at that point had actually died. Raised, yeah. And so, uh, so he says, would you come? He says, I'll come. So Jesus is walking with him. And on the way, someone from Jairus' uh -huh. house says, don't bother the master. She's already dead. And that's when Jesus says, don't stop, stop the fear, basically. Only believe yeah. your daughter's going to be yeah. healed. I mean, you, you, we're not denying that Jairus' daughter passed away. We're not denying that it was hard on Jairus because the lady with the issue of blood stopped Jesus, was slowing him down, but he was doing those things. We but, just denied his right. Jesus denied the right for the girl to stay dead. He said, I'll take care of this when I yeah, get there. Don't listen to that bad report is That's what right. he's basically saying. He didn't say you deny have it. Jesus on the way to the house. The miracle has already begun. He yeah. was going there. Well, you know why he didn't say deny it. He said, I'll tell you plainly, she did. Yeah. He said, well, he's going to wake up. Now, you see, that's my point. 
You see, people say, oh, you're living in denial. No, I'm not denying what's going on. I'm not denying what's happening in the world today. I deny it's right to exist. I tell all the people that are watching today, listen to me. Government people are doing things. We were created to work. We were created. Listen, and I mean this sincerely, ladies and gentlemen, if you pay people to be poor, they will stay poor. You want to get off of government assistance. I feel like the Lord said that. So you want good. to get off of so food true. stamps. And thank God that we have an America that can provide all that. I'm not saying that that's bad. But you want to get off of that. You want to be able to put food in the food banks instead of you going to get the food out of the food bank. Right, you, right. Want to, you want to be that blessing, see? In other words, you want to get out of that hole, out of that trench, out yeah. of that rut. You don't want to just barely get by. Right. God wants no. you to be a blessing. That's why to be the hundredfold is in there. That's why right. prosperity is so vitally important. That's why Satan fights it so much, because he wants to keep you in the hole, keep you in the trench, keep your head stuck in the mud all the time. You see, when God is saying, listen, if you'll believe my word, if you'll stand on my word, if you'll believe in the 30, 60, and 100 fold, you'll get this glory to God. Right. If you believe my word, your family will be saved. All the promises are down to a thousand generations. Listen to this statement. The promises of God are far more powerful than the sins of people. We're always looking at the sin. I'm going to look at the promise. You see, that's a sound word. And I take that promise and all, not some, all the promises of God or yea and amen, which means yes and so be it. That's what we're talking about today. I think we're changing people's lives right now, Kathy. Oh, it's so important because I heard a statistic that said about 45% of the people in this nation, in, the, in mm -hmm. America, are on government assistance. They don't even pay no. taxes. Uh -huh. And so- well, they, don't, they don't pay tithe. I'm sorry, I mean, well, maybe they <laughs> do tithe on that. I don't know, but they don't pay taxes yeah. and no income tax. And so whenever there's a, a, a laws that need to be passed that would affect their, yeah. oh. their financial status, they. Yeah. You know, vote against that. But. You don't want to stay in that trench. No. You, you need to get away from what I call a it's fixed a income. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. If you have retired and you got a good income and you're still sowing seed, you should never, ever be able to spend all your income. I heard someone tell me that the other day. They retired too early. I said, what do you mean? Oh, well, they retired at 55 and, they buy, and, and they're running out of money. Why? You should never run out of money if you're a giver. Mm. Mm. Listen to me. You see, sound words will fill up that retirement plan. Don't make a living, make a giving. So I tell all these people, and I'm not against you. I thank God for America that we can help people. But you know what? I don't want you staying in that house where you got to worry every day if you can pay that utility bill. I want you to have a nicer home. So does God in my father's house or many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. Yeah. You see, there are no ghettos and things of that nature. I see the young people frustrated, don't know what to do. The only way they can get uh, something nice is to steal it or to break windows and do it. And that's calling chaos. Uh, that's causing chaos all over this thing, you see. And what it is, is it's because the moral value has dropped below what the Word of God says. And Satan gets, and he comes to steal to kill and destroy. You see what I'm saying? They say, well, it's the breaking up of the family. Well, that's true too, the breaking up of the family. Because I remember, buddy, grandmas wanted to send their grandkids to college and, and they would take two jobs, their mother would take two jobs, wash floors, do whatever, so their kid could have a better life. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said, no, you know, but when you get used to government assistance, you get used to eating cheap food.
-hmm. You get used to eating food that is not healthy. Mm -hmm. You get all kinds of stuff. And they, they, and they just give you the scraps. You see what I'm saying? And you live on scraps all your life. When I want you living at the buffet table of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right, right. God see, can give everybody an idea if we're not afraid to get up, get up there and go to work. A lot of people amen. just want a handout, but God really wants to. He, we can he give. He to have a hand up. Hand up and get, <laughs> get, get give a great idea on how amen. to to live abundantly. Yeah, and in I felt like the Lord to say those things. You don't want any of that. You want to be able to assist instead of being assisted. You see, and that's what I've been preaching. And get, I want you to live nice. I want all my employees to be debt-free, coming to church to be debt-free. I want them blessed. I'm believing God for so many unbelievable things that I can just do for my employees and my ministry. You know, and people say, well, Jesse, man, why don't you go, just shut that, not shut the ministry, but you can retire and let, you know, you, know, you ain't got to be concerned about that because God didn't call me to retire. He called me to live and to speak sound words to my last breath on the earth by death or the rapture of the church. Mm -hmm. Just literally that simple. And I love listening to young preachers, boy. I mean, I just enjoy it. And I mean, you know, uh, there's no jealousy or competition in any way, shape, or form. I'm excited for them. But I want to be the generation that sees the coming of the Lord. Not because I'm afraid to die. If I cross that bridge, if I get there, it's that I want to see that. I want to go in that. And I like what Paul said about the rapture. Comfort yourself with these words. Mm -hmm. I like that, see? So speak this. And let me read it again. And Kathy, I want you to read it in the Passion again, the uh, verse 12 and verse 13. And we'll close out. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, past tense. And I'm persuaded, that's even further than believed, that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Now, Paul did something. Now, what did he, he commit this verse 13? Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Would you read that again, Kathy, in the mm -hmm. passage? The confidence of my calling enables me to overcome every difficulty without, without shame, for I have an intimate revelation of this God, Ooh. and my faith in him convinces me that he is more than able to keep all that I've placed in his hands safe and secure until the until the fulfillment Full, no, excuse me, the fullness of his appearing. Allow the healing words you've heard from me to live in you and make them a model for life as your faith and love for the anointed one grows even more. You know what Man. verse 14 says? What's that? Guard well this in incomparable treasure. Praise God. By the spirit of holiness living within you. Now you think about it. You know the weather people show you weather models. They say the models saying this. We're giving you a model, model today. Your life. You model your life by what you say. Yes. You model your life by what you're willing to believe. Yes. You model your life in so many different ways. So if you want to keep your coffers filled, like they say, mm -hmm. give. Yes. And believe for the harvest. That's a sound word. That's right. Believe for the hundredfold. Be productive. I'm, I'm telling you. With your you. mouth, with your words, also with your life. There's things that you can do. You, you can go out and tell people. They're going to think you're arrogant. I'm going to be debt free. And the amount of money I was in debt, I'm going to have it in liquid cash right. in some financial And God will give you a step-by-step -step plan to get that done. Step -step. Not just sitting back on the porch letting it drop from heaven. That's right. God is going to give you a plan. Never be afraid to work. That's right. First, it's healthy. It, it keeps your body healthy. It keeps you moving and things of that nature. And God will It's fulfilling you. and it's a great example for the next Amen. generation that we have to, we all have a part in this. Well, you know, as we close, I want to thank all our partners for being so courteous and kind to support this ministry the way you have done. And I've said it so many times, in 47 years of preaching, we've never had a financial deficit. 
That's because of you. That's because of God. That's because of your sound words that I will be a partner. Well, Melinda said this, <laughs> now I'm a partner. I dance in the joy of the Lord in my living room. My household is blessed beyond measure. Yes. Well, if it can happen to Melinda, it will and her, happen to you. And her son, her oldest son. And her son, son got a job after three years of unemployment. That's right. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff works. So I, I feel that the Lord, you need to sow seed. That's how you get out of these holes with harvests, mm -hmm. a harvest off that seed. So go today at jdm.org and you can give if you'd like to. Or PayPal, you can use that. Or you can text to give. You can do a one-time text to give or a recurring one if you want. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. Or you can mail in your donation. I'm not trying to get something from you. I'm trying to get something to you. Do you Amen. understand? I'm going to say this with these, and I'm going to close. I'm never going to run out. I'm never going right. to run out of my faith. I'm never going to run out of money. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to run out of health. That's right. And I'm yeah. believing God to never run out of life. I want to go to heaven in a rapture. That's but right. watch this. If I go by the way of the grave, I'll have more life than I ever had. And to you that I prayed for a while ago, remember this, they're more alive today than they were when you were here. That's Speak right. sound words and it will heal yeah. the heart. That's right. There's, oh, I love this statement God gave me years ago. There's wonderful recipes in the word for heart pain. For heart, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that statement God gave me. Mm -hmm. And I believe you're receiving that today. This is Jesse and Catherine and Plan. I say thank you for tuning into our boardroom chat. We'll see you again next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This media is copyrighted by Jesse Duplantis Ministries for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this media or of any pictures or accounts without Jesse Duplantis Ministries' consent is strictly prohibited.